0: Talkers, it is Thursday, one more day till the weekend, and we've got a special guest coming in. Stephanie March will be here to hang out with us this first hour, and we've got some J-Lo effect coming up here, and we've got a YouTube controversy that we really, really need to touch on right now. Oh,
1: my gosh. <laughs> Amongst everything else, well, happy Thursday. One week from the Cat Video Festival, I might add. That's right. Meow. There's still Seven. tickets. There are still some tickets available. And that's a big place. Oh, it's huge and it's an outdoor event and yeah. it's supposed to be really great weather. So we hope we see you guys in a week. Yes. It'll be kind of our first event since all this stuff went down. Well, and and um I don't know, should we
0: start with the YouTube? <laughs> should we start with the horseuffle that the, the I like the horseuffle that's happened with uh, my lady exercise uh, video and grant being my horse? And I understand the morning show. Like, I mean, we gave them like ten minutes of hilarious <laughs> content. I love it,
1: Lori. Okay. We gave them. No, we did. I First mean, of all, shout out to Jason. Happy birthday! That's right. Happy birthday! Happy birthday, Jason. Um, but yeah, we gave them like just gold
0: fodder that they wouldn't have had anything. You're so they would funny. have been, you know, how who much knows? You. Love you. Well, but I mean, who knows what they would have been, you know, talking about? But this was hilarious. Talking about the lady exercise video and Grant being my horse as I was reaching for Olympic gold. <laughs> so I've, I've, I've tweeted, uh, because Kenny, you know, that's part of his shtick. Is, is to be to disgusted
1: at us always. Yeah, always. always. It's kind of a thing. Yeah. It's
0: sort of his old man crabby thing that he does. <laughs> and we know it. We've been around him for years. Yeah. And um, so, anyway, I tweeted to him. I, I tweeted... Uh, hey, you know, look, I heard you in the mood for another horse trick, and it's a guy and a horse jump.
1: <laughs> jump roping. And the horse is jump roping. So the horse is jump roping, kind of like Grant was dressaging with his little you know, his paws. <laughs> Or his legs in the front. Yeah, and then I forgot to include the, my
0: talk, you know, all those, you know, all of that. So then I just retweeted it, and I said a horse, a wig, and a crop walked into a bar. Mm-hmm. Just
1: trying to, you <laughs> know, working for my
0: stand-up degree.
1: Well, originally the horse was going to be me, but I forgot my knee pads.
0: Yes, you did. So
1: um, Apparently it would have been better if I rode you. I think so. Yeah, no. According, but the people around here, I love it. I love it, Grant, that you... Just said, I'll do it. You're so game. But one of the things that I picked up listening to them is that um, they really are worried about you, Grant. They're worried (laughs) that you think that you uh, hit the big time being with us and they think it was a downgrade. Um, Kenny doesn't understand what we have done to his precious medium. Oh, Lord. (laughs) That was from the traffic guy. This is my favorite line. (laughs) What they've done to my precious medium. Mm -hmm. So anyway, but anywho... Again, you're still on probation, so you haven't hit the big time yet, Grant. And Grant doesn't even report to us. We couldn't. Neither did Donnie. <laughs> yeah, neither did Donnie. Neither does anybody no report to us. True. And that's the way it should but be. Oh, we just kind of love having this little uh uh-uh, uh uh uh. Like, yeah. But anyway, it was so very funny. funny listening to um, oh, Don I, I, I and Alexis speaking, talking about us. And again, you're welcome, writing, writing morning Grant. show. You're Lori, welcome. I love you.
0: Morning show. Oh. But there
1: is something that I think Lori just learned today. Okay. First of all, I want you to say hi to our million followers on YouTube. <laughs> oh, yeah, I do. Let me get to the YouTube page. Okay. Hi, Betty. So I think everyone knows... We are experiencing what everyone has experienced who had to work from home last year, Zooming. Mm -hmm. And we Zoom every day during our entire show. And it has the YouTube logo up there, the My Talk logo. It feels very professional. Very. Very professional. And so we always say hi. And Lori does show and tell. Oh, I've had pictures. When you're driving home in the car, I'm like, Lori, I'm I'm always doing the color. Like, Lori's like, look here. And I'm like, Lori is showing a picture to everyone watching on YouTube. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But just today... You learned that
0: Well, I learned because they brought it up. The morning show brought up that, that
1: uh that one the- of their listeners did. Yes, panda, panda well, yeah.
0: yeah. And um I I I guess I guess I have believed that there's been a YouTube <laughs> audience watching the radio show the entire time we're all on the air. <laughs> I did not realize because A, I don't read emails sometimes. Ever? A lot of times. No, ever. Every once in a while I do, too. Okay. That. And, um, so I didn't catch that, and so I have thought that there's a YouTube audience watching our radio show on YouTube every day since this is all live. began, yes, live, <laughs> live. <laughs> not uh-huh. that it was getting edited for little segments later, which just doesn't make any sense to me, but whatever, <laughs> and so, Panda alerted the morning show that I th- thought it was live. And they just thought that was absolutely hysterical. But,
1: you know. And then Steve Patterson comes by today and he (laughs) says, you know, I thought you guys did too. I thought you guys thought it was live the whole time too. And I'm like... I never did. It's just you. Is it, Am I the only yes. one in the yeah. building who's yes. under this it, it, impression? I think it is.
0: I'm not trying to get you guys mad here, but it's been brought to my attention a couple times, and everybody was like, just don't tell her. Just let her go with it. Just don't tell her. So because, this has been an ongoing joke in the building for a few weeks now. And you're
1: so proud, and Lori's so proud of her colorful. Yeah, I'm sure. The the cu- her cucumber. Oh, and I mean, the, the colorful. The cucumber photos. and the plum. Yes. I mean, Lori, you really this are. I just crushed. It isn't live. No, it makes me laugh so hard that I didn't know you
0: thought that. Which I did think that, Julia. I mean, I only learned how to, I only understood right clicking this past winter.
1: Okay, we get you know. we get flagged for a good reason. Yeah, no, there's <laughs> yeah, absolutely we are very ditzy. Very but you deserve it on this one. I knew this, but I, I did just not. I thought you did. And I'm like, Okay, Laura.
0: No, and I just thought, oh, we asked them to put cameras in and have us be live years ago and Grant, right when they we did first it.
1: went on the air, we're like, we should just do this live. Yeah. No. We but should just do Honestly, pretend.
0: I really thought that there was like, you know, a lot of people watching there live are. every day. They're watching the video that we post every day, but okay, not yeah. but that's I like uh, three hours. You know what is it? Like a uh, seven minutes, ten minutes, know? ten to twelve <laughs> sometimes. Yeah, I've been Lori's disappointed. disappointed. so much good acting, stuff. not acting. Show and tell is how I like to call it. <laughs> show and tell, and I've been so worried that I'm always so bad with the photos you know maybe never maybe we can create our own show and tell before the show and just tweet it out every day so uh, you have like, this, this is what to expect for props on the show today right <laughs> oh no we're not taking on any more assignments
1: we are shirking responsibility we, we all, all have plenty to do
0: yes we are rolling <laughs> our eyes and jumping to conclusions e- and dodging responsibility there we go
1: there we go oh, oh my gosh all right so you are going on an epic trip this weekend back to Sturgis. You haven't been back there since you and I were there in two thousand.
0: That's right. And you um, are you
1: get to pack one backpack. I'm packing one backpack. That's all she's bringing. That's
0: right, Julia. And you're going
1: to ride on the back of your daddy's motorcycle. That's the zipper. right. And if I go inside anywhere, I will wear a mask. Of course you will. Whatever. But you know, just yes. to
0: protect other people who may not be vaccinated. Right. I'm vaccinated, so right. I feel fine about going. And we're just rallying around. And my dad. Always... And
1: rallying means you. Just just go on bike rides because it's such yeah. beautiful country. It's yeah, yeah, South yeah. Dakota. Yeah. It's the Black Hills, right? The only there person is. I've ever
0: liked being a bitch on the back of the bike is riding behind my dad. He's yeah. the only one because I've ridden uh, behind him on a motorcycle cycle, probably since he probably got a Well, probably since, like, 5th or 6th grade.
1: And her, Grant, her dad literally looks like the character The Zipper from the Net Funicello um, (laughs) movies from the 50s. He wears a leather daddy hat. He wears netting shirts. That's why Lori's so fond of them. Cut off, cut off shirts. Um, He has the chain with the billfold. He wears the Levi's and the big black boots. So what is in the bag? What oh Julia
0: oh my gosh okay I have three
1: rock and roll T shirts okay
0: <laughs> I've got my um, tat arm I hope sleeves. you're
1: bringing body perks and a my Talk shirt
0: um you got to bring a my Talk shirt all right. right I'll bring a my Talk shirt okay. I hadn't thought of that I will pack some extra yeah. nickels. okay maybe I'll give them out on the road okay and uh, wow. so I got rock and roll shirts I go I'm wearing one pair of jeans I'm wearing a leather jacket I got a skirt and a top and some PJs and flip flops and uh, some toiletries. Uh, Yeah, I got some toiletries. I got my antacid. Very important. Oh, very
1: important. Okay. And
0: I've got some little tiny fireballs. You know, the little bottles. That's that's the the alcohol.
1: I loaded Lori up with those for her birthday. And and three pairs of sunglasses. And socks. Of course. Of course. Three pairs. (laughs) Oh, no, because that's You got to have
0: different... Colors for depending on the
1: weather. It's like skiing. You know? Oh, yes.
0: I got you. You have the different colors, The orange tint, the dark yes. tint. Got it. Yellow. And hers
1: our prescription, so she wears them full time. So she needs to have the best lighting. Yeah.
0: And I've got these really great.
1: I want stories and pictures. Yeah. 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 So I'm excited. I'm more.
0: I'm really excited to go because my dad has been wanting me to go and rally around with him uh, really since I sold my motorcycle. Right. And um, he this year he played the I'm almost 80 card. And he, it's a good card to play. The guild card the works. Yeah, yep. and uh, he talked to my sister. She's flying in on Monday when I fly out, and then she's going to rally around him right on the back of his bike. So, yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to You're gonna it. You're
1: going to have a blast. It's going to be gonna... 90. Oh, awesome. Be, uh, yeah. You're All right, listen,
0: we come back. It's our story we can't get enough of. Hey, everybody. Thanks for hanging out with us. Well, we're calling our story we can't get enough of the J-Lo effect. Yeah. Because the New York Times had a very... Interesting uh, story today. And then and, and Jayla was on our mind because uh, Page Six had uh, had a story today um, about uh, some of the people who they know are on the invitation list and are confirmed to be going to the Met Gala. Yes. And um, the Met, the theme this year is American Fashion. Okay. The chairs are Amanda Gorman, Tom Ford, Timothy Chalamet, Billie Eilish, and Naomi Osaka. So- and the people that are confirmed confirmed are number one jennifer lopez and we have been manifesting all summer that we want j-lo and ben to make their red carpet re-debut at the met gala Gala on september 13th yeah and um otherwise known as the fat you know fashion oscars and so she is scheduled to appear and she has been pretty much consistently going since 2004 she she's missed like two years between 2004 and 2019. Right. And in 2019 she wore a tragic crystal mop on her head and and A-Rod was in a pink tuxedo and they didn't look they they <laughs> I you couldn't you were like this couple is so wrong. It she never looks bad and that was one of her big miss looks. The yep. crystal mop of uh it was like crystal Supposed to be crystal dreaded bathing suit cap. Oh, you're so. It was funny. just terrible. Yeah, terrible looking. And and you know she hates it looking at it. Oh, mostly because she's with a Rod and his pink. And I think tuxedo. she's gonna
1: hate so many of the pictures when she looks back because like she's saying. The national anthem, I think, at the inauguration of um, President oh. Biden, and he was there. there oh, he's there for everything. He, he showed up for everything. Yeah. Like he, he's trying stink. to get the glow the up glow from up. the totally. What the, the
0: New York Times is calling the J effect. Okay, and they here's what they and they're the article really at the end of it is that the J effect is helping Ben Affleck big time. Okay, but generally speaking, it refers to the ways in which. Uh, Jennifer Lopez defies most every human standard, beauty, success, age, flexibility, relevance, you name it. It's been invoked at different points in her career with awe. So like at age 41, she persuaded American Idol producers to pay her $12 million to replace Simon Cowell, which set off a gold rush of big name judges demanding similar pay dates. Right. The Hollywood Reporter called it. Call it the J Lo effect in the headline on that story. Okay, when she booked a Las Vegas residency at forty six, yet avoided a downward slope on the fame, you know, uh, roller coaster. The Las Vegas Weekly called it the J Lo effect when she crushed it with Shakira at the twenty twenty Super Bowl halftime show at fifty. The total J Lo effect was kind of mesmerizing, yes. was what the New York Times fashion critic Vanessa Friedman wrote. So. There, uh, this associate professor of communication at Providence College, whose work examines uh, celebrity gossip, she said Jennifer Lopez, you know, she is able to set trends, especially on social media, and um, her appearance boosts the effect on the guys she dates
1: Oh, I would agree 100% on this. Uh, Right? 100% on this, yes.
0: And men attaching themselves to a beautiful woman to bask in their glow is nothing new, but she is different. You've experienced this so so much over the years. Well, people have.
1: Bat them off, people. But, But
0: Jennifer Lopez is at least as powerful as Ben Affleck. Culturally, economically, she's worth $400 million. She's the 56th highest paid celebrity in the world and she is 168 million instagram compared to Ben's 5 and it was her instagram where they did the official rollout right of, benefort 2.0 yeah and and how how will ben affleck well he already looks better people think differently about him he doesn't seem like a sad sackish which he seemed somewhat sad sackish with anna de armas right because they met on their movie and She was uh, arranging all the paparazzi stroll and he went along with it because he knows she wanted to get her name. But
1: (laughs) um, this is so true, though, because but she is she's the quadruple threat. She looks good. She is a good person. She's a movie actor. She's a producer. She can do things. She can dance. She can do videos. She seems like a really great mom, a really great friend. Yeah. So they're calling it the J Lo effect. They, it's been called that yes. going back.
0: The the first that this professor brought up was the, the American was Idol one. Yeah, and um and I think that I mean as far as when you look at Ben Affleck, you're just like he does look better being with her.
1: I think he really does. He seems her. happy. Yeah, he's slimmed
0: down you know i mean it glows him up just the way a was trying to get the glow up from j-lo but it didn't quite work because so many women
1: have and and men i think more more a lot of men have an adverse effect to him because of his doping and his baseball right. would you agree with that grand oh yeah yeah we just there's something off about him bit. sleazy that's sleazy. exactly shifty. it shifty too is another word yeah I mean,
0: so anyway, I was just like, damn, look at you. Because, you know, they've gone their separate ways. Uh, you know, he's in Paris, at least with his oldest daughter. So he, ben flew, Affleck. Yeah, he flew from Italy to Paris. And I think she's back in Beverly Hills. Okay. Probably the kids' summer 10 days with their dad is over. So yes. she's back home and she's probably doing dress fittings and working out to get into her Met Gala gown. And um I mean, I, we. She, her? It's already sold out the event, so don't try and get tickets because a single ticket is thirty thousand, and tables are two hundred and seventy-five thousand.
1: Oh, thirty thousand? Yeah. Oh yeah,
0: mm-hmm. this is a big deal. But oh yeah, but, yeah, yeah. yeah. Camila Cabello will be there with, I'm sure, Shawn Tremendous. Mendes and uh, Rihanna, and let's pray that she's with uh, ASAP Rocky. Yes, They're going to be yes. a beautiful couple. They will be beautiful. They'll be the two if Benifer is there
1: and Rihanna Rocky are there
0: was a the successful two. Met Gala. Right.
1: Just right there in those two photos. Yeah. Okay, when we come back, we have Steph March with us. And we're going to learn about what's happening in the Twin Cities foodie scene. We will be right back after Grant. What's happening in the traffic? Gosh, you guys. Yeah. I told Stephanie to be on at 428 today, earlier. Oh, well, for goodness I'm having safe. a producing thing. Well, fine. Um, She's I'm, here. Oh, she is here. Yeah. Oh, gosh. I messed this all up. <laughs> <I'm> so- <laughs> Stephanie. Honestly. I messed it all up. All Listen, right. Hi, It's honey. not
0: that bad because I thought no, that the not. YouTube cameras, I thought we were broadcasting our radio show out over YouTube <laughs> for the last two months.
1: <laughs> yeah. For three yeah. hours. For three hours. Apparently no, we're not.
0: I mean, I, I'm kind of disappointed that I know the truth now. <laughs> I know. I think you should keep acting like you are. Uh, I think not so. that idea. good of an actress. She is a, I'm better she is when a... I really do
1: believe what I believe. <laughs> I know. Okay, Steph, so there's been a lot of changes in the past week with masking, with, uh, you know, different yeah. things going on. Can you kind of bring us up to speed what you know that's happening in the restaurant world right now?
2: You is, know, is it there feels anything to me, and it feels to me like most restaurants are watching everything okay. and trying to just sort of, you know, take their pause, but they're, a lot of them are putting their, their employees are putting masks yeah. on. Um, and that is a thing that I think you'll see around. It seems I walked into revival in St. Louis park last night for happy hour and the entire staff had their masks on. And I walked up and I said, Joe, I'm like, Oh, do you guys want me to get mine? And they're like, Nope, if you don't, it's up to you, if you want to, we're okay. wearing them, you know, for everybody's safety and just to sort of, You know, sort of make a standard. I know that
0: there's other things like black heart. Oh, go ahead. I mean, I'm just saying that's a nice, kind person thing to do because maybe a lot of people coming into the restaurant are vaccinated. Maybe the server's vaccinated, but I don't know. Maybe somebody's got a kid
2: or or somebody. It's just being
0: polite and kind to do that. So I. It wouldn't it's, bother. I, it and, then, like,
2: and it's a service thing, right? Yes. I mean, and that's the other part is they still, pr- this is a service industry. And I think a lot of them know that they're having to face a lot more people than we are. You right. know what I mean? Right. Like we may go to a restaurant and leave, but right. like, you know, they see this flow of, you know, 30, 40 people every hour. And so mm-hmm. maybe they're thinking just to protect themselves too. It's right. I, I mean, it's, it's totally smart, I think. Yeah, and I so, would agree. I'm and not offended by it. No. i if it happens. If they want me to put one on while I'm walking around, I'm okay with
0: that too. Um, Stephanie, do the restaurants, have they appreciated in this hard last year and a half and things have come back and all of that and we did have outdoor dining, but do you think that the restaurants really like now the way that people have been conditioned to make reservations?
2: <laughs> yeah, I think it helps a lot, actually. Um, you know, there was some times where in the beginning when, you know, everybody was very excited to get back, uh, people would drop the reservations and that yeah. was the problem because then these, these places were looking for, you know, they, they were banking on these people coming in mm-hmm. and then they just wouldn't show up. But I feel like, I feel like we've kind of all gotten our sea legs a little bit more yeah. and I feel like that they people are understanding, you know, and someone, uh, talked to me last night about, sent me a note about the 90 minutes. Turn because there are still a few places that are holding on to that 90 minutes mm-hmm. that you're only allowed to be there for 90 minutes and then they're going to turn your table or whatever. That's a, and I think a lot time. of that is like a holdover from the government that was, you know, that was part of those original sanctions. But for some places, it's the best way for them to make sure that, you know, they get everybody in and that they don't have people standing around and waiting. Right. right. And, and it's it seems uh, and it could reasonable. Make, it could
0: make the difference between profit and, you know, staying, staying in business. Yeah.
2: Right. And because I do think that a lot of us, you know, who were sort of gathering again with friends we hadn't seen in a long time, I think in the beginning we were like holding onto those tables because we we're sitting and talking we hadn't really done that. And so then all of a sudden, you know, you're camping at a table for two and a half hours, but you're really only eating for 90 minutes. of yeah. it. That's that doesn't make it so great for the server. Right. <laughs> right. So, you know, like you want to maximize that. I get it. And I totally understand that that's, You know, not something I think that will linger Mm -hmm. as we go forward, but I do think it is an impact. I think the hardest part is that people want it to be back to normal right away. And that's just not the case. It was this industry was shut down for 18 months. I know. And you can't just turn it back on. And in fact, I'm working on a piece right now that I'm talking about a lot of the impact of the labor shortage isn't just your water glass, you know, filling your water glass. It's the fact that they can't get product. And like chicken wings are expensive because there's not a, the labor shortage and then the trucking shortage. And then there's, you know, things that are piling up in the ports and the wines aren't getting here. The cheeses aren't getting here. It's, mm-hmm. There's a whole domino effect that is still impacting, you know, supplies and and uh, and prices. That so Suez that's be tough that, that Suez,
0: Stephanie, that Suez Canal ship really did screw up a lot of stuff. It
2: It did. <laughs> like it was a fascinating thing to watch, but we didn't. Like, that's the joke, is that the impact was so much bigger than just an interesting thing to watch on YouTube. You know what I mean? Right. And so it's, you know, I mean, French 44 Cheese shop. they just had this, they got their shipment of French cheeses, you know, that was, like, stalled and lost. And they had this joke of, like, well, we have to sell them now, because if we would have gotten them the weeks ago when they were here, like, they wouldn't have been as close to their expiration date but now it's a you know it's a product that goes bad Mm -hmm. you can't just like let it sit for two months in the canal yeah all of this
0: shortage of material on everything it all does go back to the suez canal like 90 percent of it it blocked that's like 80 percent of the shipping traffic goes through there unbelievable
2: yeah okay and then you know the labor shortage has also hit Mm -hmm. you know like we're talking about the chicken processing plants and you know the The seafood industry, there's a huge talk about how we're going to be out of crab and because basically, you know, it takes like they dial back, the industry dialed back and to dial forward, you know, there's also this expectation of there's only so many, you know, animals out there and China having their insatiable, you know, they launched back and they were ready to eat, you know, and be you know, really, really taking over the market as far as that goes. Oh, so, really? Wow. Yeah, you, all this stuff you may not you, see crab on the menu.
0: Yeah, all what? this stuff you don't even think about.
2: I know. And that's, I was trying to, you know, it's like funny, I've been reading so much about it all and I'm totally immersed in all this and it kind of shocks me when I, when I say things to people and they're like, what are you talking about? I'm like, don't we all know this? Like, mm-hmm. I kind right. of feel like we're not, you know, you go to your restaurant and someone wrote me a letter, you know, let, sent me an email and they were like, they were complaining about a place that only had three chicken wings in their order three whole wings and i was like well they were probably trying to ration it so that people could get some because oftentimes they can't even get like the order that they put in like they may order one like four cases but they may only get one case because that's the allotment of what's happening and of all things chicken wings
1: (laughs) i know i'm a huge wing girl Lori won't eat meat on bones but i love it okay so tell us
2: just a couple of your favorite spots lately Oh, well, I just, I mean, I don't know if we've, you guys heard of it, like Malcolm Yards Market, which opened just down the road from the station, kind of over by, uh, Surly Brewing Hall. Okay. It's a spectacular, fun place. Nine different concepts, and it's a food hall, and it's like, they've got a, uh, serve your own tap wall for wine and beer, and then they've got a cocktail bar. Here's what I love about it. You, I do love this, where you walk in, you give them, they swipe your credit card, and you basically, they give you like a little, like, you know, tab card. And then this is the tab card you use. You walk to each station and then they, ta- they just kind of tally it all. So at the end, you just, you just cash out and walk away at one time. You oh, know? that's nice. That and I've heard, you, like,
1: I've heard there's amazing yeah. food. What's it called again? Malcolm, Yards. It's Malcolm called,
2: Yards. Yeah. Malcolm Yards. And yeah. And here's the, here's the funny thing of all like the, of the food house so far, I would say that this is some really spectacular food. I mean, it's really like chefs. Driven, but not fancy. You know, there's great Detroit-style pizza. There's killer ice cream and burgers. Yet you can find sushi. There's dosas. There's dumplings. Mm. It's all across the board. It, that looks like a fun
1: place. So it's kind of like a big open warehouse with all these different seating areas with all these different restaurants in it.
2: Yeah. You oh. can basically go, and everybody can get something that they want, and then you meet back up at your table. And, you know, it's like it's kind of like a counter-service thing, so it's a lot of fun,
1: I think. Oh, that looks cool. I like that idea. What else, honey? Yeah.
0: It's so European. Well,
2: I will tell you, (laughs) yeah, in downtown Minneapolis, I got to tell you about, uh, so Jamie Malone had that restaurant called Eastside, you know, for a long time, right in the, you know, kind of in the North Loop area. And they've kind of swapped it over, and it's now it's going to be called E2, E-A-T-O. And what they're doing is they've totally decided to, like, get the full service restaurant thing and they're going to open sort of like a a wine shop and a meat counter and a little market along with like a take and go, like a grab and go pizza and sandwiches kind of thing. A little like a mini Italy, if you will. Okay, Mm. It's kind of an interesting idea when you look at a big space like that and the downtown isn't really hosting much for big spaces right now. So you got to do something else.
1: Oh, I like that idea. I'm starving. We always, whenever we talk to you, we're always hungry. (laughs) We are always hungry. (laughs) Let
2: me tell you about one more. And this one is a good one in Apple Valley. Okay. In Apple Valley, it's called Misfits Collective. And they're kind of the same thing. They took what was a poor Richard's common house, one of those huge sports bars. Yeah. And they made four different restaurant concepts out of it. But they're all fantastic. And it's like. A live fire cooking place and a cocktail bar, and there's a huge patio with an outdoor grill. The Misfits Collective, it's worth checking out. Oh my oh, God. Apple
0: Valley must be so happy.
2: I know. It's an independent, too. You yeah. know what I mean? In the sea of all these chains, you drive down there and you're like, it's in like a Bed Bath and Beyond parking lot, <laughs> right. but it's really great. Oh, I love that. Um, Stephanie, yeah. What's are you, is the weekly dish happening this Saturday? Yes, and you guys, I have to tell you if you want to listen this is perfect for your listeners. Last night I watched all of the Paris Hilton oh. cooking show. Oh. Cooking it, it, with give, Paris. Give us it just is, a
1: give us just a highlight. Is it as bad um, all as, I want to say is Is it as
2: bad as the it, trailer it, looked? It's spectacularly weird. Okay. It is so <laughs> fabulously awkward and perfect it's so full of glitter and things like beyond and killed it and all of that it's everything oh i love that
0: we, all right well yeah, that's you're not a- gonna learn
2: how to cook but you have plenty of watching like fake nails dig into like you know things like guacamole it's magical it's magical oh my gosh all right and that's on netflix right yeah yeah and oh. it's an easy watch it's like nine episodes i think they're like maybe 20 minutes each stephanie
0: no. i'd rather listen to you tell me about it's... it because i know i'm never gonna watch it
2: <laughs> i might watch I know it you probably will yeah i might watch it better. but you
1: can read stephanie of course in minneapolis st paul magazine and listen to the weekly dish on saturday mornings from 9 to yeah. 11 you guys are always yes. so much fun to listen to and by the way it was fun seeing you at Lori's birthday party Hopefully there's no videos of me shaking my moneymaker out there. I do have I like. one. I sent it to you, but I, I'm not sharing it with anyone else. You guys can dance. The yeah. stuff's for dancing yeah, hard. It was all so right. fun. I know. Thank you so much for being on our show, honey. Okay, lovelies. Talk to you later. Okay, Bye. talk to you. All right, so when we come back, Lori.
0: We have to talk about an epic episode of The Real Housewives of Beverly
1: Hills starring Scam Erica Jane. Oh, Lori. <laughs> she didn't fall for it last night, apparently. We'll be right back.
0: Well, the news only gets worse for Erica scam Erica Jane on Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. She is still going through it, and each week of the uh, Housewives, we it just each episode is more jaw dropping than the last. And
1: because her husband is being indicted right now, and for t- taking money from all these people from his. Um, class action lawsuit from the survivors or the people he's who... already been indicted he's, yeah. he's
0: been charged with embezzlement and fraud but we keep all of this was filmed last year they started filming when the case was coming it started filming october of 2020 is when beverly okay. Hills started and we're at about december 2nd is where we are with the show and they go to la quinta You know, the town of La Quinta, California, which is like outside of, I think, Palm Springs. Palm Springs, Springs, it is. And La
1: Quinta, why does that sound familiar? Because that's where The Bachelorette is being (laughs) filmed. And it's a Waldorf Astoria property where you have homes, townhomes, pools, golf courses, tennis courses, everything. So uh, a lot happened, and not just
0: because of the overhead drone shots and the audio they got last night, but we found out last night, uh, after waking up from a nap, Erica Jane got her real awakening when they were like, hey... Don't you own a house in this area? And then the Bravo editor showed Erica Jane like five years ago saying, honey, I'm so rich. I don't even know where all my houses are. Right. But we're finding out she's fake rich. We're, and then Kathy Richards goes, Kathy and Erica, Erica goes, I don't even know that. No, I don't even know the address. Tom's never given me a key. And Kathy Richards goes, well, Kathy I, Hilton. Kathy Hilton. I mean, she goes, ah. Oh, I don't know where all my houses are, and I certainly don't know the addresses, but Kathy Elden is rich, rich, and now we know that the scam Erica was not rich, rich. Right. Then, right, then she tells the woman, I learned how to go to a
1: bank in March. Okay, so Grant, she's I know really- you don't watch this, but she's drama- She's going through it. You but know, I she mean, had a downsize. She had a glam squad. But, but I mean, do you believe for one? I didn't even second, know how to go to a bank. Yeah, It okay. she just learned in March. Do you believe that
0: for a second from Scam America? No,
1: because she was single, a single mom before she ever met Tom Girardi. So. In her life, she knew how to go to a bank, but she's showing she a, a stripper, <laughs> okay, in you New Jersey. You need to recycle the money. You got to bring all the ones into the bank. I mean, you have to... So when she told the <laughs> ladies... This is terrible. She was a stripper. Yeah, no, she goes,
0: I just learned how to go to a bank in March. No <laughs> debit card. I didn't know how to do deposit. And I'm like, girl... We were not born yesterday. I might believe that we've been live on YouTube for two months, but we do not believe this story. And then Garcelle, they're just like, she goes, Well, did you get an allowance or how to work? I mean, give Garcelle a Peabody. She's asking the questions. And Erica goes, All of that was just kept far, far away from me. My life was on credit cards and.
1: When I needed cash, I'd ask Tom. Glory is acting it out for the yeah. live YouTube audience right yeah. now, Grant. But and I mean, they're they, not watching. She talks so,
0: you know, she lowers her register. Uh, I mean, no. she's like Meryl Streep School of Acting, except badly. And then she said, um, and then she said, um, you know, that, uh, you know, that he's calling her.
1: Tom Girardi is calling her every day. Every day.
0: day. Which she he tells, tells Erica and... She tells two of the people. No, she tells Garcelle, who is dressed like a cat burglar, Chris, uh, and Crystal, while they were going on a hike to some place they thought was beautiful, but just looked like a lot of rocks and shrubs to me. <laughs> okay. I don't know. I, I mean, the desert is a pretty... Desert. The okay, desert but, is the desert. When yeah. people
1: call the desert, this is so beautiful. I'm like, what? Okay. And I'm like, looking at Garcelle,
0: I'm like, is she Jughead and a cat burglar? I loved when she came in in the hazmat suit. Okay, you got to slow down for a yeah. second
1: because Garcelle and Crystal are two other cast members yes. that she was on a day trip with, and she tells them, "By the way, Tom, Tom who I divorced on election day last November, filed for filed divorce. For She's divorce, still not divorced from him. Calls me every, every day. day, and that was a big thing. I think she wasn't supposed to say on camera.
0: It, yeah, I think so. Because and, and the audio was all captured from a drone." And I don't know if they were mic'd up or not, but Erica got so indignant last night because when they all met back at Kyle's house and Kathy Hilton had bought a 100 Del Marco tacos for everybody, which I loved. And she said, you know, Erica shared, if you don't mind me saying that, Tom calls her and then Erica acted like. I mean, she. No, there
1: was a gasp from everybody because this case is out there and everyone's reading about it every day in the newspaper and there's new things happening. And Erica's just like, ah, I told you that in confidence. Which, I mean, I don't know. Erica can't keep her story
0: straight, is what I think. And she got so mad at Garcelle because it doesn't align with her original story she was making up about how awful he's been to her for a long, long time. And this whole she thing... She got
1: caught in a lie last night. She is got caught in a big happened. lie. And
0: she took it out on Garcelle's fault. And, uh, I mean, she's as Garcelle is doing investigative journalism, as far as I've done, can think. She has all the important questions. And then Erica bursts into tears, runs off camera, like crying, and is in the bathroom. <gasps> God, believe she did this to me, then then Lisa Rinna, who's the biggest pot store of all of Beverly Hills, posts on Instagram this morning, a little a little um, naughty nugget that she's already taken down. And she said this. She's what did she say? Where is it um, about Bravo? Dang it. I wish they had shown the screaming fight between the producer and Erica last night on the show in La Quinta. Now, that would have been epic TV too bad. Bravo, Bravo, bleeping Bravo, and then she joked she would get in trouble for a post five for three two one, but then it made room for Erica, her publicist or who's ever working for her right now to go to page six, and say that she's really mad at Bravo that they pulled a fast one. she wasn't meant to say that he called her every day
1: okay so for everyone who doesn't have any clue what we just said because that was very fast summary Mm -hmm. um, this woman and her husband are being sued big-time for embezzlement and he maybe ran this huge Ponzi scream scheme and stole from so many people and what's it fascinating right now is this is yet another housewife Mm -hmm. who has all these legal things Leo thinks behind the scenes and is out doing this very public reality show and we're watching it unfold and it's mesmerizing. It's Last night, I really thought this, we are watching a woman who, we don't know if she committed the crimes, but we know her husband did and we don't know if she's going to do the time, but all the accusations, it was just all unfolding. I thought it was fascinating to watch that. It was. It was that that was all happening in the papers and it was all coming out. Tom did this. Tom did that. you wonder
0: why she was getting so mad at Garcelle, like acting like Garcelle had said, all Garcelle said, Oh, Tom calls you all the time, but she's been saying she hasn't talked to him since the day she left. Now that doesn't mean she answers the phone, but I feel like that must've put her in some kind of legal jeopardy. I think, but s- I feel she said way many more other things that have put her in more legal jeopardy. They're taking notes. And they're going back and looking at the old episodes. Yeah, so she's I just, got big trouble. I
1: think she has big trouble, but I do think last night it was one of the better ones this year because to watch it-